What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. My name's John, and this is r slash Tales from Tech Support. So today I got kind of a surprise. My wife asked my daughter to bring us a case of tomatoes. We got three. And uh, so we started canning them today. I made a homemade sauce for dinner. And uh, sometime over the next couple days, we'll get the rest canned up and maybe make some salsa. All right, let's read some stories. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's a POE? Background. We're a distributor that sells servers and other IT materials to installers. We also do security as an added branch, and we assist customers with what products to buy for their big projects. Client called me and asked for a CCTV system. I tell him to get X, Y, and Z. Customer then noted that the managed switches, four in total, I had recommended were really expensive. I told him that these were the switches I recommended, but that there were also alternatives. He sighs, says that'll take them, and I don't hear from him for three weeks. Today, another person from the same company called back. He complained that the entire CCTV system wasn't working. Confused, I verified the materials, and eventually I hopped onto TeamViewer to take a look. I couldn't reach any of the cameras, so I asked him if the switches were configured correctly. A long pause followed, and the words, What do you mean configured? popped out. I told him the switches he had, based on the data sheets I could check, had no PoE and were just L2 switches. He asked me what PoE was and what an L2 switch was. <laughs> uh, I ended up explaining basic TCP IP terms to him. I asked him why he was installing such a large installation without the necessary knowledge or materials. His response? Our sales team decides what to sell. All I was told was to screw the cameras against the walls and just plug everything in. Turns out that the guy who initially called me, who turned out to be the sales guy, had decided that the managed switches I had recommended were too expensive after all, so they bought very simple L2 switches without PoE to power the cameras to bring the costs down. I felt kind of bad for the guy. wasn't his fault after all. Once again, sales strikes again. Sales guys are always trying to oversell a job when they're the ones on the selling end, but when it comes time to buy stuff, they will cheap out and screw themselves up and their company every time. Unbelievable. A custom PC for the farm. Some years ago, exactly how many will become clear soon, I'm walking with my young nephew, eight, and my soon-to-be wife and our daughter, four. I live on the edge of a small town, so we walk out into the countryside. This route goes through, yes, straight through a working farm. The nephew's staying with us a few days, something which happens often, and the farm is like crack to him. He can't get enough of it. He's there excitedly identifying every piece of farming machinery he sees and waves at a tractor going by. An old woman gets out of the tractor to greet us, and the nephew asks her all about farming tools and equipment. She's really impressed with him and asks him how he knows all this. He watches me playing Farming Simulator, which is a game I know he likes. What little boy doesn't love heavy plant and big machines? He tells her all about this game and how he likes to harvest with the big combines and chase after them with tractors and trailers. To the starstruck kid, she explains she's just moving the tractor and it's her husband who runs the business. She doesn't really know much about what any of it does. She wishes she knew more about it all, but those days are behind her. 
She's now very interested in him and his game. He explains how only an 8 year old can, how he has to put weights on the tractors so they don't tip up. If he doesn't fertilize the fields, he doesn't get as much money, but it costs just as much to harvest. So she asks me what it takes to play this game. I tell her it works on a computer, and if she has one, she's welcome to borrow my copy. I give her my phone number if she wants to take me up on the offer. Her son has a gaming PC, so she tries it on his computer. A week later, and she's on the phone, asking how much a PC to play it would be. At this point, I don't really build them to sell anymore, but that doesn't mean I can't. I tell her it'll be about 900 pounds, and if possible, a tour of the farm for my nephew. There was no deliberation as she agreed. I build her a low-end gaming PC, 8GB of RAM, a dual-core, and a fairly hefty video card. One of the GTX 400 series, if I remember right. We're talking around 8 years ago here, maybe a year more. We decide to tour the farm at harvest season so he can see all the different things used to harvest different crops, so this was a few months away. On arrival, she says she's been playing the game one or two hours nearly every day and she's looking forward to the next release the year later. Her husband appears with a small tractor, hops the little lad into the side seat and he's off to see the farm on a tractor. While this happens, I'm giving the lady a little advice about staying safe online. Tell her there isn't really a solution to crap internet out in the country other than 3G cellular and 4G when it arrives, and fix a small problem she had with a printer. The kid comes back with the widest grin any face could possibly fit, telling me he'd seen some horses. I had no idea what horse trails were, but he did, and he's now telling me all about the Frickley Hall horse trails. This has become a bit of a ritual. Now my son is nine, he was an infant at the time of the story, and he's picked up the love of farm machinery. Each harvest season, we go to see the farm, usually with me carrying some item of PC hardware the old lady wants to trick out her PC with. Last year it was a Ryzen 5 5600X motherboard and 32GB of RAM with an SSD to replace the base system. This year it was an RTX 3060. Now my son himself has a switch and farming simulator on it, ensuring the annual farming PC upgrade will go on for some years yet. So I don't know much about simulator games. My daughter gets into the farming simulator on Facebook or whatever it is. I'm more of a puzzle game guy uh, where you, you know, get rid of blocks or, you know, do maze things, word puzzles, stuff like that. The only time I ever really remember messing with a simulator of any kind was when my brother-in-law used to do flight simulator. Now this was probably 22 or 23 years ago. Um, he had himself a full metal cockpit set up with a uh, like a magnifying lens. I mean, it was bigger than a monitor and the CRT sitting about a foot and a half behind it to make it look like you're looking at an actual windshield. Um, he let me try it a couple of times. It was cool. Didn't really get much joy out of it, but it was neat for a few minutes. But it's cool how this old lady and this little boy made that connection. So, eh, it's all good. We just want to be able to search the entire database. Let's say the database is about matching chairs for people who want them. Client. What we want is for the search function to bring through all possible chairs and then we just pick one. Me. I wouldn't say that's a good idea. First of all, if you just want to bring through all chairs, then you don't need a search. You just need a straightforward query to pull up a list of all chairs, which is straightforward and you can already do. The search function is to help you narrow down suitable chairs based on criteria, to give you a short list and rule out the bad ones. So it would be a string that would work something like, give me a list of all chairs with X to Y price range, within 20 miles from my location, that are Z color, that are definitely for sale. Client. No, but that's not what we want. 
we want to be able to search against the entire database for all those chairs and then pick one. Me. So why search for them? Client. Well, we want to have all the options available. Me. You want to look through a list of 400,000 chairs listed in alphabetical order and then pick one at random for a single purpose? And then repeat this for the other 40 times you need to match the chair? Every day of the week? Client. No, not at random. We want to choose. Head meet desk. They obviously weren't understanding anything you were saying. They didn't even know what they were asking. Sometimes you kind of need to give people two options. Here's what you just described. Click, click, and scroll. Here's what you seem to want. And show them the way you sort it by, like you said, criteria. How far away is it? Is it actually for sale? What's the price? What's the model? What's the shape? Arms or no arms? Meh. Just fix it. This one just happened to me today. Right now I'm working directly with one department as the tier 2 slash on-site technician. A manager messaged me via Teams instead of putting in a ticket that they have a sound from a PC in a boardroom and gave me a location of the boardroom and then attached to the chat the sound of a Lenovo doing three high pitch then one low pitch. If you deal with Lenovo that sound haunts you. Memory test failed during initial post. For most techs, it just means it needs to have the power button held down to turn the system off. Then it'll boot normally without issue. From what I've found, it's often with PCs which have been sitting idle for a long time, as it's usually where there's an update. I suspect the RAM was just taking a little longer to reset on the reboot. At the request to hold the power button down and then boot, and ask if they created the IT ticket, they state no ticket was created, and expected me to make one for them, and they were too busy to do anything. At the normal pushback to the work without reporting it through channels, or her just going and trying the reboot which would have taken as long as it took them to record the error tones, she then contacted my manager saying that I should be able to walk down and deal with it when they flagged the issue. The annoying part is they told my manager that I had walked by and ignored the issue. If I had walked by there and there was sound, I would have just rebooted the computer and it wouldn't have been for the first time either. At least the manager at one point had been my supervisor. So I knew how the clients are, and at least got to keep up the great work at the end. While I spent the 20 minutes creating the ticket and documenting everything, including screenshots of the chats. Yup, fix my problem for me now. Also, make my ticket for me. I'm more important than anybody else, and way too important to be making a ticket in the system. People suck. How an Excel support post fixed a door security system. This was originally just a comment, but as pointed out, it should just be its own post. So without further ado, security vendor connects to a client server, doesn't know the password needed to access the user account for the software, asks my client to reset the password, confirms that everything is borked and blames it on an antivirus. Client calls me this morning before I get in, as soon as I'm capable of helping, but well before I'm sociable, I start looking. Immediately looked at services and had an aha moment because three of the approximately seven or eight services used that same account. I had the client update the password for the service configuration. One, service starts. Well, that was easy. Two, services start. I'll just get this ticket updated so we can close it. Three, services start. Just let me know if this happens again. Fourth, service fails. Wait a second. Fourth, service fails again. And again. And again. Hmm, okay. Wait, that user account's locked out. Unlock account. Seems good. Wait, service won't start and 15 seconds later that account is locked again. Weird. 
I can confirm it was not the service trying repeatedly doing it. Stop all the security services, still consistently locking out the account in about 15 seconds. Now I'm very confused. The event viewer shows the security failure audits, but the failures talk about servicehost.exe and those services are absolutely not trying to run right now, and no services hopping on and off over and over. Confirm with Process Explorer that we didn't have processes bouncing as it's super obvious in that. I start looking at all the errors in the application log and just start googling parts of the errors at random. Found a post talking about a DCOM problem with Excel. This is not an Excel problem unless Microsoft is now making door security systems. Whatever, let's see what people are saying. I notice one post goes into very detailed help about using DCOM config. I've been in this app maybe three times in my roughly 20 years in IT and it was never very useful for me. Talks about going into DCOM and looking for a component and checking the identity info, specifically about fixing username and password. Well, I see dozens upon dozens of things in here, but nothing looks relevant. I look at the unnamed ones that are only GUIDs and they don't match anything I'm seeing either. Almost give up, but decide to look in COM plus instead. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. There's two COM plus components in here that are named after the vendor's product. There's only maybe five things in here total, so it was immediately obvious. Check identity and it's pointing to that user account. We try to fix the password and it errors out. Try again and then get the same thing. Get the idea to have the password entered a third time. Have the account prepared to be unlocked. Apply the unlock. Immediately switch and apply the password in the component. It takes. Still getting lockouts though. Repeat the same on the next component, fighting with unlocking. It takes. No more lockouts. All services start. App opens and recognizes the server is available. Login works. The parts of the app that were being goofy before the vendor was called in to assist and falsely blamed antivirus are now working perfectly. Reboot the server just to be sure. All is good. Phew. Edit. The user description to include the words, never change this password. Client laughs but agrees this is an appropriate designation and warning. And this is how I looked like a wizard while using an Excel support post to help fix a door security system. I have no idea what I just read. I'm not sure why Excel was connected to this in any way, shape, or form unless it's used as a database format. I don't know. You can use Excel to make databases, right? I don't know. Somebody explained it to me down below. I'm too fat old and tired for uh, some of these stories today. So You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.